Blog Talk Radio. This is the Naked Talk with Alex Okoji. It's all about straight talk with some of the biggest global icons, leaders, entertainers, motivational speakers, authors, life coaches, relationship experts, social advocates, and extraordinary friends as they treat themselves, their experiences, and share their unfiltered thoughts about life issues. I believe in stripping the lies and empowering the mind through the freedom of expression. I'm unapologetic about being open, so I motivate my guests to tell it like it is and help my listeners build a presence of mind while finding their voice. So it's all about the best in authentic conversations with real people about real life experiences. So let's keep it unfiltered, unscripted, uncensored, and uncut. You're welcome to today's episode. And yes, my name is Alex Okoji, and I am broadcasting live all the way from Lagos in Nigeria, the heart of Africa. Yay! So, what's going on, people? Yes, we're back again on the Naked Talk with Alex Okoji, and it's uh, you know it's been an amazing week actually. <laughs> really, really uh, a bit, a bit fast paced. It's been very busy and all, but um, here on the show, of course, we've been having. Um, so we're bringing to you great, amazing conversations with really, really amazing guests from around the world. And um, on Talk Wednesday, I had with me Elliot Kaz. Elliot Kaz um, is um, an international best-selling author and speaker, and he was live here on the show all the way from Toronto in Canada. And, of course, we talked about being the strong man a woman wants. And uh, it was a pretty interesting conversation. Um, we also had a call, uh, you know, a caller call into the show, uh, Mr. Solution, and he had his own, uh, his own perspective about men and women and just finding that balance, um, you know, between both 
sexes or between both genders, you know, for lack of a better world, um, word. And it was a pretty interesting conversation, I must say. Um, and that's what is totally amazing about this show, is that it's not just an interview, you know, it's a, it's a conversation. And, of course, with conversations come opinions, thoughts, views, perspectives, and, of course, lots and lots of expression. And we're all about empowering people to transform their lives. And, yes, we do not apologize. You know, this is the hub for real, authentic conversations, and we don't apologize for how we're feeling, what we're thinking, and, you know, just a thought. So, yes, get ready to grab a cup of coffee or your favorite glass of wine or your favorite whiskey. And uh, I can't wait to speak with my very special guest on the show today, and she's coming live all the way from Florida, and uh, I can't wait to speak with her. But, you know, just before we get into uh, Patrick, if you missed uh, Talk Wednesday with my guest, Elliot Kaz, or any other show on The Naked Talk, don't forget, you can always come back to the radio channel here on Block Talk Radio slash The Naked Talk and um, listen to our shows. You know, they're archived 24-7 and available. And, of course, if you miss them, you can always catch them on any of our syndicated radio networks. Yes, and you can find them our podcast on Stitcher. We're also syndicating on iTunes and TuneIn Radio, and there's no reason whatsoever for you to miss any of our shows. Yes, and don't forget to share. Yes, please, please share. Um, leave a comment, leave a review. Let's know what you're thinking. And by the way, I need to say thank you as always to all the amazing talk folks who sent me emails. Oh my God, you guys send me lots and lots of emails. Thank you so much for, you know, just for being part of this show and for always sending your contributions, your thoughts, suggestions, and lots of great comments. Um, I try to reply as much as I can. Uh, I can't always reply, but know that I get them. Um, I appreciate them. And, and I love you. Thank you so, 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 so much. Well, if you want to uh, sponsor an episode of The Naked Talk, don't forget that you can send us an email at thenakedtalk, uh, thenakedtalk at gmail.com. Or if you have a suggestion or thoughts or reviews or whatever it is, just send us an email uh, at thenakedtalk, thenakedtalk at gmail.com. Or if you would like to become a Patreon, uh, you could become a on Patreon and earn massive great rewards. Don't forget, you can go to my official website at www.alexokroji.me and click on Patreon and find out what it actually is to become a patron. Well, today's show is brought to you by our friends at Evolution Magazine. Now, Evolution is all about bringing to you the hair side of life and, of course, giving your hair a voice. And you can find them at www.evolutionmagazine.com. And, of course, our friends at QTV Entertainment and Events, and they're all about the best in A-class, top-quality event productions. And you can find them at www.qtvevent.com. And, yes, let's not forget our friends at Zinchi Naturals. Now, Zinchi Naturals are all about the best in the finest quality, handmade uh, beauty products uh, made from the finest natural fruits and organic oils and made right here with love in Africa. And you can find them at their official Facebook uh, page. You can go to facebook.com slash Naturals. And, yes, you know, we've got great giveaways for our callers. So, yes, those are our first three callers for tonight's show. would definitely win. Um, get for themselves um, a nice chocolate handmade bar soap, a moringa soap, or maybe a carrot soap. So, guys, um, it's such an amazing show today, and I can't wait to – 
you know, just get into today's conversation. Now, what is happiness to you? What does happiness mean? Um, are you happy or satisfied um, with your life? Well, you know, we'll get to talk about that and you know, learn a little bit more about finding the art of air. You know, you know, the art of finding happiness, sorry, with my guest. Um, and she's, you know, she's right here already waiting. Um, but, uh, you know, just before we get into that, um, have you gotten a copy of my book, The Naked Truth Live Street? Now, don't forget this book is uh, a weekly greasy guide that offers wisdom to those who have struggled or are perhaps still struggling to, you know, accept the truth about who they really are, um, you know, what love, re- um, what love really is, a reinvention of self, and just, you know, reality. And um, you can find it at my official website at www.alexacruzzi.com. Dot com and click, I'm sorry, alexacruzzi.me and uh, click on book. And, um, or you can find it on Amazon. You know, um, my book is on Amazon, Bands and Nobles, iBooks, or any of your favorite online retail stores. Uh, just, you know, search for The Naked Truth and, uh, you know, get a copy and let me know what you really think about it. Now, guys, you know, it's such a long day. I've been so busy doing so many things. Oh, my God, it's crazy. And right after this show, I'm definitely going to be a guest on the Brian and Sherry Show. So if you're in Nigeria and you're an insomniac like me, hey, don't forget to stay up and catch me on the Brian and Sherry Show. Or, you know, uh, you know, wherever you're listening from around the world, uh, you can catch me on that show. I'm definitely going to be telling it all. We're going to be talking about the naked movement and so much more. And, yes, the Brian and Sherry, uh, the Brian and Sherry Show, uh, it's uh, real live here on Blog Talk Radio as well um, at uh, 9 p.m. EST. So don't forget to catch that show. Well, guys, uh, while so many people are in constant pursuit of happiness, now she, my guest, is popularly known as the ambassador of happiness. And she's an expert in happiness empowerment, curating and conveying transformational ideas that inspire a happy lifestyle, promoting purpose and helping others find their passion. She's also a respected podcaster, international keynote speaker, a Huffington Post contributor and author of the book, The Art of Happiness. And I am very, very excited to have, you know, I, I, believe me, I'm going to call her the ambassador of happiness. Uh, I'm very excited to have Maura Sweeney live all the way from the U.S. on the Naked Talk with Alex Akurji, and we're going to be talking about so much today. Hi, Maura. Hi. Alex, thanks for having me. I'm thrilled to be joining you today. <laughs> Thank you so much. First of all, welcome to the Naked Talk with Alex Gersey. And I am so happy. I'm very excited. I wish you could see my face, though. But I'm really, really excited to have you live on this show all the way from Florida. You're in Florida, right? I am. I'm looking at the afternoon sun, which is great. And I know that you're looking at evening right now, where you are. But this is very, exactly. you know, it's funny. You're saying, you're saying you're smiling, but I am smiling, too. I find this so extraordinary that people could get together today from all parts Mm -hmm. of the world around Mm -hmm. similar ideas and ideals that they are looking to grab hold of and move forward in. So thanks again for having me. Thank you so much. I'm very excited. And thank you so much for accepting to be a guest on this show. Now, I know that, you know, you just, uh, it's still noon. It's, It's about 4 p.m. or so in Florida. But what is the weather like really where you are? You know, it's funny. I grew up right outside of New York City, and I love the summers. I used to go to the Jersey Shore, but I never liked winter. 
So I always used to think, <laughs> oh, if I could just live near water and palm trees down in Florida. And I have to tell you, the majority <laughs> of the year, it's great. But today, I think I woke up to maybe 40-degree temperatures. We are having some cool weather, but it's still wow. gorgeous. No snow. Everything is green. Palm trees are out. Water looks great. <laughs> well, it's, that's great to hear. Um, and, and it's nice to know that you kind of grew just a little outside New York because I, I have about two of my sisters. Two of my younger sisters live in New York, and there's one in Maryland. But it's great to have you here, Maura. I know that, you know, I can't wait to boom, just get into this conversation with you because I can smell lots of wisdom. You know, I can I can tell, like, you that there's going to be so much um, we're going to have an enlightening conversation today. Now, I know that you are um, a transformative uh, speaker, and you're a leader, and you're an author, and you know, all of these amazing things. Uh, but that's what I know. Um, for those who are listening, you know, from, from different parts of the world, and especially here in Africa and in Nigeria, who may not have, you know, come across your work uh, and who you are, how would you describe yourself? Now, who would you that Morris really is. Oh, my, you know, it's funny. First of all, I was listening to your introduction. I'm thinking, and your audience probably doesn't know who I am. They don't realize that I've done everything I'm doing today. All the things you just mentioned about me, I started doing after I turned 50 years old. So there's a lot to say. But oh, wow. you know, if you wanted one word to describe what I am, I'm a helper. I am mm. a helper. I love to help other people think bigger, think greater, see themselves and their world, really through the eyes Mm -hmm. of love. I want them to see possibilities, and I want them not to feel limited, even if they grew up in a limited environment or with limited Mm -hmm. circumstances. And that's really Mm -hmm. kind of what I am. I'm a helper, and I love doing what I do. Amazing, really, really amazing, and I like the word help. And, and you know, and there's something you said. You know, you like to help people. You know, get past their limiting beliefs and their limiting situation. And you know, that's I think that's what we're all really trying to do, irrespective of where you are. You know, what it is that you feel that you've accomplished. I feel like there's always so much more that you can do with your life, right? Yes, and you know the big thing, or another thing your your guests would not know is I have traveled a lot. I might have grown up in New Jersey mm-hmm. and lived in Florida, but I've traveled to over 50 countries, and I've been to Africa twice, uh, to Morocco wow. when I was in high school, and then I went down cool. and spent, um, I want to say 10 days in Uganda, and I was way out in the middle mm-hmm. of Lake Victoria, so I've gotten around, but um, so that's another thing to know about me. But do you realize, Alex, no matter where we live, no matter what country, no matter what gender we are, no matter what um, mm-hmm. ethnic background, no matter what religion we came out of, good, bad, and otherwise, every one of us grows up with certain ideas that can hold us back. And sure. that's the unity that keeps us all together because – I can remember being around several people. You would look at them and think, oh, aren't they gorgeous? They look beautiful. Mm-hmm. They have all the beautiful stuff. And behind closed doors, mm-hmm. they were in crisis, either bulimic mm-hmm. or drug addicted mm-hmm. or having terrible sense of self. And then you get some other people mm-hmm. who could be very ordinary looking. They might be mm-hmm. digging ditches in the street, or they may be just mm-hmm. moms at home with kids, and they have a great mm-hmm. sense of self. And those are the kinds of mm-hmm. things I look for. It's not 
you know, what we want to do in life, what sounds good to one person Mm -hmm. may not be good for somebody else. So I always look for encouraging people to be authentic. What are they like? What are their values? What are their interests? And that's where people feel successful and happy Mm -hmm. when they follow what makes them good, feeling well on the inside. You know, and, you know, everything she said just resonated with me because that's what really being naked is about. It's about, you know, being authentic and, and, and inspiring and motivating people to lead their most authentic self. And so, you know, what you're, you know, what you're, uh, what you're doing is um, totally, totally amazing. But, you know, let me, let me ask you something. I mean, while we were talking about, you did mention that there were a number, I mean, people, the listeners may not really realize that, a lot of the accomplishments, uh, this recent accomplishments that you've made, you only started to experience them right after you turned 50. Now, I wanted to ask you, um, I know that you took a bold step to sort of exit, you know, exit your comfort zone. Now, what does it really feel like to explore the world, you know, on a global scale after you turn 50? It takes nerve. <laughs> it takes nerve. You know what? Nobody could give us that nerve except ourselves. Nobody could give us that um. I encourage and inspire people to do it, but I want them to see that light within themselves. You know, for me, I want you to think about this. Men at 50, and think about like 10 years ago. Right now, I'll be, I'm 57. I'll soon be 58. Um, Not necessarily that I look too much like it, but it doesn't matter. When I was little, (laughs) Alex, when I was little, did you know turning 30 was really old? Like, when people turn 30, they would have birthday parties for them in darkness. Like, oh, you poor thing, you're old. Now, look at that. (laughs) 30 years old is old. My gosh, I would love to be 30. So I I stepped out. You know what happened with me? I have a a long career behind me. I worked in corporate for many years. I was in management. My parents and family expected me to be a lawyer, but I left law school because I thought, this is not making me happy. This is not authentic for me. I need to find what works. For a time, I mm-hmm. was a very quiet lady at home. I homeschooled my daughter. I was cleaning the house. I had dogs to take care of. I was like, you could lose me in a crowd. But when my daughter oh, wow. got older and she was ready for college, and maybe somebody could hear this today, you know how sometimes we put our dreams or our aspirations or our interests on a back burner? And we could say to ourselves, oh, you know, I didn't get a chance to do that. And we leave Mm -hmm. it there. And then we think my time has passed. Well, in my case, when my daughter was ready to grow up, I didn't want her to look at me as her model. You know, you look at your mother or whatever Mm -hmm. and think I wasn't doing anything. And my husband and I had a Mm -hmm. business, but it was a boring business. It was profitable but boring. And (laughs) I thought there's nothing holding me back. I want to see what I'm made of. I want to be able to take my skills put them out there, kind of broad-based myself. So it took a lot of nerve and facts. If I could share this, my first stepping out of my comfort zone was doing something I wanted to do when I was two years old, three years old. I wanted to learn how to dance. Now, think about this. There are different things that all of us are good at, right? Like, let's say you're a person listening today, and you grew up dancing. You think nothing of it, like easy, right? I grew up never dancing. And instead of dancing, I learned the piano so my fingers could work, but not my body. And 
Could you imagine <laughs> trying to learn how to dance when you're almost 50 and you're going to school with college-age students and people are not laughing with you, Alex, they're laughing at you? <laughs> I was afraid. I was like, oh, I'm the old lady. They're not going to take me seriously. Oh I was so fearful that I almost destroyed an on um, on stage performance. I kid you not. And I oh, couldn't no. run away because I was part of it. But that's a book I wrote. It was called Exiting the Comfort Zone. So what's the process mm-hmm. of leaving our comfort zone and pursuing those things that we want to do because we know there's joy in it, there's fun in it, there's a sense of authenticity. When I was a little girl, I was very free spirit. And I saw people dancing, mm-hmm. and I thought, oh, I want to do this. This is party time for me. But everything about my upbringing was serious. So think about this. I didn't really start getting happy. No, I mean, I was always working on happiness all my life. I didn't truly, like, start coming out into bloom until after I turned 50, learned how to dance, wrote books, started blogging, you know, started getting out there, speaking to different places, and and I'm happier than I ever was before. And I'm nervy because I'm 57 years old doing this, see? <laughs> so there might be. But think you, about it. What, go ahead. No, I'm listening. Sorry, I was. I'm think listening. about ahead, okay. Please. So I know you have a lot of listeners because even this afternoon I was getting um, emails from people on my website that were interested in what I did. You've got a very big following, Alex, which is so nice. Obviously, you've got words that people are listening to, but there may be people listening today or on one of your future downloads, mm-hmm. and they're thinking, you know what, mm-hmm. good for her. She sounds like a nice lady. <laughs> good for everybody else out there. But I can't do those mm-hmm. things I want to do. And what I try to do is encourage people, often with my own stories, and I take you through my mm-hmm. own mistakes and processes, to say, your story is not going to be identical to mine. We're all different. But mm-hmm. what will be similar are your dreams mm-hmm. and your interests and mm-hmm. those things that you feel really define you if you only gave them a chance. And do you know most of us never True. take a step out of our comfort zone? And those who do no, give up, like, right away, right? Like, oh, I'm afraid. Mm-hmm. I look stupid. Let me go away and hide again. So. <laughs> and, and, you know, just listening to you tell the story is, Truly, truly, truly amazing, and I, and I believe that those who are listening, the listeners, are definitely going to be empowered by the conversation that we're having. And I can understand; I totally can relate to you because even though I'm not fifty or not in my fifties, I kind of feel like a little old, and I feel like I wish I knew the things I know now a few years back, right? So I spent all like, um, you know, I spent like a you know, a few years being in the entertainment industry as an actor and just doing that and just leaving in the motion. But, you know, I only recently really started trying to motivate other people to inspire. I only really started trying to be my authentic self, you know, just three or four years ago. So um, I can totally relate to that. I mean, I haven't been in the industry for about, you know, a little over a decade and then only recently trying to get out of my own comfort zone and be more than just an actress and be more than just what the media expects of you or what people expect of you and actually seek to, you know, follow your dreams and fulfill your your purpose, which is what you're doing. So I feel like I can totally relate to that. You know, I was just having this conversation a few, maybe a few days ago with my mom who would be, you know, 
of course, in her 60s. And I was saying to her, you know, you can still do some of the things you want to do. You don't have to. She's like, no, I'm, I'm like, no, you're not. You know, you can still do them. So I think someone like her would be totally influenced and motivated by, you know, this conversation I'm having with you, Mara, because, I mean, here you are not afraid to take that bold step and get out of your own comfort zone and try and achieve the things that you didn't achieve before you turned 50. So I think that is so amazing. Uh, you know what, Mara? Um, how about we take, let's take a quick commercial break. Um, we'll be back. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to The Naked Talk with Alex Okorji. You're listening to The Naked Talk. It's so uncensored. She keeps it real. She keeps it straight. She tells it like it is no matter who's afraid to bear. <laughs> You're listening to The Naked Talk with Alex Okorji. Autographed copy of The Naked Experience by Alex Okoroji from Timid Girl to Confident Woman. It will make you laugh, it will make you cry, it will make you cuss, but most of all, it will be a great resource for you and your loved ones. Log on to www.alexokoroji.net to reserve your copy and win two VIP tickets to the book tour and match. Just tuning in. Well, this is still the Naked Talk with Alex Akurji. And yes, my name is Alex, and I'm broadcasting live all the way from Lagos, Nigeria, in the heart of Africa. And yes, guys, um, it's been such an amazing night. I mean, this, you know, this really started great. Um, I had my very special guest, Maura Sweeney, live all the way from Florida, and she's here sharing her very authentic story with us. And, you know, Maura just you know, told us a little bit about how she stepped out of her comfort zone at the age of 50 and started chasing her dreams and um, leaving her purpose. And, you know, it's been such an amazing conversation. Now, guys, don't forget, you can be part of this conversation. It's interactive. So pick up your phone and call in. Um, the number to call is plus one, two, one, five, three, eight, three, three, seven, six, six. Plus one two and five three eight three three seven six six. If you're calling from outside the U.S., but if you're calling from within the U.S., dial as a local number. Call two and five three eight three three seven six six, and let's you know, let's talk. Uh, maybe you have a question for for Mara or comments, or uh, you yeah, know, just join just join the conversation. And also, don't forget you can uh, you have to press one. Make sure to use your hand raising effect. Press one so we know that you want to speak and that you're not just listening. And we'll definitely connect you into the show. Now, I see a lot of people are dialed into the show. Make sure to use your hand raising. In fact, press one um, if you want to speak to either me or Maura, uh, you know, just to join the conversation. And also, you can use your live Skype button. Just use the live Skype, um, Skype button right on top of the player. Make sure to click on it and follow the, the prompt, follow the instructions, and you'll be connected into um, the show. So, um, hi, Maura. Hi. Hello, Maura. Hi. Welcome Hi. back. 
thanks you know, you're a so, lot. Yeah. I, I think you're so amazing. Like, I can totally feed off your energy, you know. Um, it's almost like your energy is so, um, you know, you're just very, very high-spirited, just like me, actually. So um, I'm feeling really great about today's conversation. Uh, now, just before we went on the commercial break, I mean, you were telling us a little bit about, you know, just you're taking us through the journey um, of how you basically stepped out of your comfort zone at 50. But, I mean, today we're talking about, um, find, you know, the art of finding happiness. And I feel like it would be a travesty not to ask you, um, what exactly is happiness? I mean, what does happiness mean to you as a person? For me. Okay, very good. And this is a universal answer. I would say happiness mm-hmm. is exercising our freedom to be all that we desire to be and being Mm. free to do all we do with a universal love. Mm. And, you know, most of Mm. us are not happy because we live fearfully. We live in small boxes. We're afraid of everybody. Mm -hmm. We're afraid of things we don't know or don't understand. (laughs) Isn't that true? True. And I know. And, you know, here's another thing, and I know people will relate to this. When we're very, very little, we're loaded with, um, uh, let's say different ideas. We are loaded with, you know, imaginations about, oh, I could do this and I could do that. And we don't know any mm-hmm. limits. But as we start to grow up, whether we learn it at home or we learn it from teachers or we learn it from peer groups, it's, oh, no, you can't mm-hmm. do that. Oh, no, you can't be that. Mm-hmm. And it's that whole idea that closes us off and makes us unhappy. We live being smaller slices than who we really are. Mm-hmm. And so I say happiness mm-hmm. is you exercise your curiosities, your interests, your, uh, your dreams. And for everybody, it's a different way. And it's the process of doing it that actually helps us step back out into the light and out of all that darkness that says you can't, <laughs> you know. And it yeah, that's true. all of us, but it makes us truly happy because we end up living a lot of us who are unhappy are not living. And I grew up watching some of that as a little girl. And I actually made a decision when I was real small, watching older people, the happiest people were those who lived authentically. They lived, they were comfortable in their own skin, they shared their own thoughts, they did what they liked. And not only were they happy internally, but they treated other people better. And people who did not become who they wanted to be or they got stuck somewhere. They were unhappy Mm -hmm. personally, and they were also not really nice to anybody else around them. Mm -hmm. And I think it's Mm -hmm. all about not living out of your truth and not living out of your own Mm -hmm. sense of identity. Mm -hmm. So that's what I've kind of tried to do, um, I would say, very timidly throughout my life but more so after our daughter grew up because I thought there's nothing holding me back. My husband was, you know, more go do whatever you like. He's that type too. And I didn't have any other dogs to care for. My daughter didn't need me like she did. And I pretty much had myself in order, and I thought, I'm just going to see how far I could take this. And I'm enjoying it. Alex, (laughs) I would have never met you had I not stepped out of my comfort zone. See? That's very true. It's exciting. And I probably wouldn't have met you either if I didn't step out of my comfort zone. And that's what is really amazing about um, the truth that you're sharing. It's really important for us to push ourselves, you know, maybe just take that, um, 
that leap of faith and just jump and just do what we have. To. And there's something you said, you said, you know, those who aren't happy, um, aren't necessarily in their purpose are not happy and they don't treat other people well. And I know, you know, even that, you know, even looking at myself, looking at myself, I um, figured um, at the point that I, you know, I was stifling myself and I told myself, oh, no, you know, you can't do this. Um, you can't be more than just be an actor. You, you can't write. You can do, you know, you can do all of these things. Even though you are blessed, you're blessed with a talent. You feel like you're limiting yourself because, um, you know, there you just assume that you know society says, oh, you know, just because you're this means you can't be that and you can't be that, or because you're all the way in Africa doesn't necessarily mean that you cannot connect with people outside, you know, your continent, right? So um, it does make sense a lot of things that you're saying. Now, I was going to ask you this, and you know, just listening to you and how chirpy and bubbly, and you know, um, you got a great personality, but. Um, Mara, can you tell me a little bit, how is it possible that the little girl who used to be called, um, you know, water walks, you know, how did she grow? Waterworks. Yeah, because I <laughs> You know, I mean, how did that little girl who used to be called Waterworks sort of grow up to become the ambassador of happiness? Because I actually made a decision to grow up, like when I became older, I made a decision as a little girl, I was going to grow up and be happy. You know, when you're little, a lot of people will say, well, what are you going to be when you grow up? And for some girls, they might say, oh, I'm going to be a mom. Some boys Mm -hmm. might say, oh, I want to be a doctor. Somebody else wants to be a fireman, Mm -hmm. whatever. Somebody wants to be president. And I told you I was supposed to grow up to be a lawyer. But when I was little, I could remember making this decision, watching older people around me. And I thought, I'm going to grow up to be happy. Now you think, what the heck wow. is happiness? And how do you grow up to be happy? <laughs> and so each time I felt unhappy, I would have to actually go back within myself and say, all right, what's wrong with me? What can I change so that I can become happy? And, you know, it's um, there's a series of steps that go along with it. A lot of it goes to what are we thinking in our head? What have we chosen mm-hmm. to think? Did we make ourselves into a victim? Do we feel like we have no choice? Or do we have one mm-hmm. small area we can change our attitude, change our perspective, and move in that mm-hmm. place? And that was me. I'm not kidding. When I was little, my grandmother used to say to me, Maura, you're like, waterworks. Every time I look at you crooked, you cry. <laughs> I was that sensitive, and I think I felt like I wasn't free. And so I thought, mm. you know, I'm going to make decisions in my life that will keep me long-term feeling Free. Mm-hmm. That meant, you know, sometimes we can do things that make us feel good in the moment, but we know we're going to pay for it later. I used to keep that in mind, like, okay, if I do this now, how is this going to play back in my future? And I would look to make decisions. Like, let me give you a perfect example, forgiveness or attacking people. How many people, when mm-hmm. they feel like they're attacked, will counterattack? Or how many people, when somebody does something wrong to them, they want to hold an offense? Well, I realized that if I ever felt that way, either I'd feel miserable and unhappy because I was holding an offense, or I'd feel Mm. fearful, like, oh, I don't like that person. Maybe something's going to come back at me. So there were processes throughout my lifetime, and it comes as we go through life. You know, you have different circumstances. And I could remember, Mm -hmm. if somebody mistreated me, I would not turn around and mistreat them poorly because I didn't like what they did to me. So I think, all right, how do I handle this situation better? How do I Mm -hmm. turn this thing around to work it for good? And, you know, 
you mentioned that I've written some books, The Art of Happiness series, and right now I am doing my first ever e-course. It'll be done probably in the next two weeks, and it's called Foundations in Happiness, a self-help course Mm -hmm. on emotional intelligence. And it's a course Mm -hmm. that people have asked me about. It's like I invite people to think about what they think about, to think about how Mm -hmm. they see themselves, the narrative they tell themselves. Mm -hmm. And so in my life, Mm -hmm. I share a lot of it in this course, but every one of us, has an opportunity when we don't feel peaceful, when we're angry, when we feel like um, like we're captive or we're jailed somewhere. We could go back into our heads and say, all right, I can't do it this way. What new way can I think about to bring me out of where I am and give me new light of hope? And I've lived that way my entire life after I stopped crying with my grandmother. Oh my God! Truly, truly, truly amazing! And you know, you said something great. No, you said something great, and no, you you said something great, and uh, I mean, we can't wait to find out a little bit more about this e-course because I'm sure that a lot of people, if there's anything that people are constantly pursuing, it's happiness. So um, I'm sure that the listeners, you know, cannot wait to find out a little bit more about your e-course. Well, good. I'll tell you, I put hundreds of hours into this thing because I thought, how do I explain to people what this mindset is that helps them really take control of their lives? Do you know how many people have, like, their life is like a ship that goes off course, but they don't know why? And I help them to become captain of their own life ship and head toward a place called happiness. And the thing is, when we're happy on the inside, Alex, We are so much happier on the outside. Like, you and I really didn't speak before today on this show, but I got several emails from you and you from me. And you know what I detected? You are a happy girl. Your spirit comes right through your writing in your emails. And you do that because chances are very likely you've done homework in your personal life. You are living out of your own truth, and because of it, your spirit shines brighter. That's why people listen to you. If you were an unhappy person, I don't know if many people would be listening, but you're looking to (laughs) always, you know, to grow and to be and to invite other people in, and the same is true with me. It's like the happier we get, the brighter we shine, but we also encourage, attract, and inspire other people to shine brighter and bigger in their own lives. And we make the world brighter. So it's a fun thing. Happiness is good. It's not, it's, it's not for cowards, but happiness is very good. <laughs> and, and, and that's really, you know, you said something, and listening to you, that's uh, really true. You know, um, like, you know, we never really got to talk before um, the show. But, uh, you know, when you're doing something that you enjoy, that you love, and, um you really, really find, you know, a happy place. And I was saying to someone the other, I, I think two weeks ago, I was trying to move house, and it's really chaotic, and there's so much happening in my life, you know, um, too many activities between trying to balance work and, you know, taking care of my son and doing all the things that I'm doing. And But I said to someone, I said, I can't believe that everything is so chaotic, but I'm still so happy. Like, it's almost like you can find happiness in the chaos. Like, it's it's something that I never really used to experience 10 years ago, um, but it's something that I do experience now. So it's amazing how I can be up 2 a.m., 3 a.m., I'm working, but I just feel so good 
and so positive about what I'm doing. And um, it's nice to know that, you know, there are other people like that, and I hope other people who are listening to this show um, can also learn so much from, you know, the amazing things that you're sharing. But you know what, Mara, how about we take a – let's take a quick let's take a quick musical break. I'm feeling really, really happy. And, uh, well, this is, um, this is a song. It's called Tailwind. It's a beautiful day, and it's by Peter Kelly. Peter Kelly was a guest on this show sometime in August last year. And, yes, he was also part of our first anniversary special uh, yeah, so this is Tailwind, It's a Beautiful Day by Peter Kelly. Enjoy. I'm thinking it's a great day for life to begin. I'm finally at a place where I've never been. I'm talking about a brand new version of me. Down to my story wrapped in titanium
today by Peter Kelly. Yes, singer, writer, pop, pop rock singer, writer, uh, Peter Kelly. And that's, you know, it's a really amazing song by Peter, and it was nice to just hear a little bit of Peter again on this show. Um, we're hoping we can bring Peter at some, you know, at some point back. You know, he's one of our really, really special guests. Um, but, yes, guys, if you're just tuning in, this is Still the Naked Talk with Alex Okorji, and it's been such an amazing conversation with my very special guest, Maura Sweeney. She's been sharing so much wisdom on the show. Like, I've totally just been nodding my head like, yeah, yeah, that's true, that's right. You know, and it's, you know, awesome to know that there are people who are leaving Living your truth, I mean, a lot of the times we talk about happiness, we want to be happy, and we're in search of it, but how do we achieve it? I mean, that's not a very easy um, easy place to be or easy uh, feat to achieve, but Amora um, has been able to take herself from, you know, constantly being in, um, you know, a place of, uh, you know, back and forth to a place of happiness. But hi, Amora, hi. Hi again. I love the song. I was actually dancing to it. It was a great song. It's a beautiful day. I loved it. <laughs> that was specially for you, Maura. <laughs> well, you know what? It works perfectly with the theme of the show, but can I pick up on one of the last things you said before we took that quick break? Because it was about you okay. saying that, mm-hmm. you know, you said, here I am. I've got a kid. I feel like I'm living in the middle of chaos, working at 2 a.m., but I feel so happy. Well, and you're happy working with what you're doing. This is so important for anybody listening today to know. What you just told me is exactly the truth. You're probably doing more things today than you used to do, but because they're things that you have a true interest in, you're doing them and you're happy about it. Well, the mm-hmm. same is true with me. I, I came from a corporate career. I used to work 12 hours a day but I was working around telecommunications. And these days I am working in the arena of people and ideas, which I love. So I now work like it could be seven days a week. I could be up in the middle of the night and I'll think, wait a minute, I have a story idea and I'll run down to my office and I'll do something. I (laughs) love what I do. Now here's an amazing thing. I don't know if you're aware of this. A few years ago, I learned about a study that Harvard University conducted. And this is what they found out. They said there's actually an advantage to being happy. Their tests reveal that when people are happy, they can do whatever they do up to 50, as in 50 percent better. So think about this. If you're doing what you love, Alex, if you're pursuing things that you have an interest in, a curiosity, something you want to get better at, you will do up to 50% better in it because it's what you like, because you're already happy. That happiness actually lifts you up. It gives you more energy. It gives you more ideas. You feel more inspired, and you could do up to 50% better. So I kind of cracked myself up lately, too, thinking, you know, I have people my age that are thinking, oh, I'm bored with what I'm doing. Maybe I want to think about retiring. And I'm like, wait a minute. I love what I'm doing. And I'm always coming up with new ideas and meeting new people and going new places <laughs> and writing or doing podcasts, whatever. I love it. I am so happy because I'm doing what I enjoy. And that's why you saying you live in chaos now. But you're so happy it's because you're doing what you like. And if all of us could find or carve out times and places in our lives where we give ourselves permission 
to do and engage in those things that we're interested in, we will be happy and we'll find ourselves doing better. Mm, awesome. Totally, totally, totally awesome. Okay, you know what, uh, Maura, you know, I'm just thinking about this. I mean, I've been, you know, talking about, uh, I mean, I introduced you and I know you to be the ambassador for happiness. But, you know, how did you really earn that, you know, how did you earn that title? I mean, how did you earn that, really? Well, this is so great. This is so great. You know, all my life I've been into how do I, I never competed with anybody except for myself. And my idea of (laughs) self-competition is how can I be better? Okay. So when I started writing my blogs a few years ago, I was writing about how could we be better? How could we live better from the inside out? And that better, it makes us happy. So people would say to me, what are you writing about? And I'd say, I'm writing about happiness. And most people, when they read news, they were always reading mm-hmm. about who got divorced, who hates who, who has too much Botox. <laughs> Am I right? Right? Isn't it true? true. It's all the negative Very stuff, true. and they look at me like, what's the matter with you? And I'm so much about being authentic. But here I am. I keep writing about being happy. I've done over 200 videos about how do you find your inner happiness. So this is the crazy thing of all. People follow me. They like, and they say, you know, Maura, you're like this ambassador of happiness. Well, last summer... I was invited to speak by, um, it was the executive director of the UNESCO Center for Peace, uh, which is a part of the UN, invited me to be a speaker at the first ever Nelson Mandela Day. Now, that's a UN national holiday, and it was the national one here in the United States. And I was like, wow, I get to speak at Nelson Mandela Day. I feel like this is like, I felt like I was preparing my whole life for it. I was thrilled because I love that guy, and I just love how he developed and he was able to bring people together. Okay, so I get to this place outside of our nation's capital, and the order of events come out, and I'm introduced as the ambassador of happiness because everything I wrote about was being happy, and my books were about happy. And then several days later, the same organization asked me to be a closing speaker for the UNESCO, who's a model UN. And they had students in from 27 countries around the world. They invite me to speak, and they introduce me as the ambassador of happiness. And people are saying, we knew this is what you were. Now, here's what's so funny, and anybody who's out there that has a business mind will appreciate this. I get a Mm -hmm. phone call from someone who knows me from LinkedIn, or I never knew him. And he said, Maura. Mm -hmm. I have done radio shows. I've interviewed everybody, you know, New York Times best-selling authors and all these icons, but I've never interviewed the ambassador of happiness. He said, I'd love to have you on my show. And he's a marketeer, and he said, Maura, did you trademark that title yet? And I thought, no. He said, go trademark it. So here I am, Alex. I took his advice. Next month or April, whatever, March or April, I will be officially the ambassador of happiness as a trademark title. Never existed. Yeah. Isn't that cute? <laughs> it's funny and it's great. I think and it, it is. Finds me. You know, can I say another thing? This is about happiness. You see, I get started and I can't stop. But thanks for having me. Alex, <laughs> think about this. For your life, my life, anybody who's listening today, I've always told people, do what you love. Keep working at it and find new ways to get involved with what you love. And eventually, a career will follow you. The world makes room for you. There was no such thing as an ambassador of happiness, but they made a title for me. 
So what people are out there listening today that are like, hey, you know, I have an idea, but I feel kind of stupid about it. There's no such thing. Well, you be that thing mm-hmm. that the world has yet to see, right? It'll happen. Yeah. It's true, very true. And, you know, I found it, and I think that for a lot of people, you know, even from a branding point of view, I'm like, oh, wow, mm-hmm. you know, there's just one, you know, I, I think it just totally suits you, first of all, because you represent, you embody happiness. So um, who would make a better, you know, ambassador of happiness? And that was, you know, that's what it was. Like I, I sent I sent messages out. I'm like, oh, you know, I can't wait to home to the ambassador of happiness. And right now on the show, I'm very honored and privileged. I hope you can see the red carpet, though. We've laid out the red carpet for you, um, your royal majesty, <laughs> the ambassador of happiness. But it's just, it, it's, it's, it's really amazing to have you here. No, it's true. I was like, oh, my God, the ambassador of happiness. Mm, you know, I've never heard that before. But I can understand why now, why why they would, you know, kind of give you that title because everything about you just speaks happiness. And speaking about that, I know that you have um, a series of books, um, reading, you know, you have a series of books called The Art, um, the Art of Happiness, and you also have your podcast. Um, series, you host a podcast, and you've got your website, which is all about that. But let's talk about your book for a moment. Um, now, tell us a little bit about this book, I and mean, what is this book about? I know that they're in different parts. Um, do you want to take mm-hmm. us through the, you know, the different parts of this book and portions of this book, and what they address, and how, you know, the listeners can benefit, you know, from having, having, you know, having them, you know, reading them. I would love to. The books are actually on Amazon, but they could find them on my website. They're all inexpensive. It's a series, and they're called The Art of Happiness. And what I am is a storyteller, and I'm usually the centerpiece of the story. I take you through my own life, but my life experiences will mirror everybody else's, maybe not in detail, but in idea. So here I have six books in the series, and they're all short reads. Like you could have a long cup of coffee or a great glass of wine and you could read one of my books first book is about exiting comfort zones so i'll invite the reader to think are you in a comfort zone have you ever wanted to get out of it well come let's read the story and as you do be thinking about yourself so story one Mm -hmm. is about comfort zones story two or book two is about influence do you know most people alex don't believe that they're a person of influence so I invite them to realize that they are, and I bring them to back into my life and the people that were an influence in my life. And what I do mm. is I empower the reader to realize that they are a person of influence. They just need to turn that light bulb on. The third book is about mm-hmm. competition. We all deal with it. How many of us are competing in a negative world and competing negatively? And I bring people to a place where they can learn to compete with only one person, themselves, and be happy in the end and be a winner. Mm. The fourth story Mm. or the fourth book is about, oh, judgment. Like, has any of us ever judged another person? Maybe once or twice, right? And in this, we judge others. We don't like being judged, but we're always judging. And I Mm -hmm. invite people through this story, and a lot of people get caught here. They could get mad because maybe somebody misjudged them, or they could live in a place of judgment of others. And I tell the quintessential mother-in-law story in my book. Now, how many people have said, (laughs) oh, my mother-in-law didn't like me? Well, I spent almost 
35 years with a mother-in-law who didn't like me. <laughs> and I called the book about judgment. She didn't like me because I, she didn't pick me out. But the other funny thing, and this is so universal, um, her son is all Polish. Well, my, my ethnic background was not Polish. And this woman was determined to have a daughter-in-law who was 100% Polish. And I'm not even 1% Polish. Now, think about this. <laughs> She's judging. And people are laughing. You're laughing. People reading this story laugh. And I'm, I'm about to update the story because my mother-in-law has passed away. And there's such a funny ending to this story. It's hysterical. But. I bring people through stories like this because everybody's judged. And by the time they come out of the story, they feel brighter, lighter, happier, and they think differently so they don't have to stay underneath judgment. Then I wrote another book about um, values. What's the value you really like in life? And I bring people through a story about that. And the last one is called Nonsense. I could have called it Insanity. But tell me, does everybody in life at one point or another deal with insanity? Sometimes I think this entire planet is crazy. And so I have people laugh at some of them. I give them a chance to think. But bottom line is I give them a new way to see their own life, and they could come out with a brighter perspective, one that's more loving, and one that's going to help them move from where they've been to where they want to go, which is the happy zone. So those are my books. They could go to my website and find them. They're 99 cents a piece, and it will make their life brighter. Oh, my, very amazing. And I can't wait to read the books, actually, because I'm already laughing, like, and I can imagine it would be such a great read. But there will also be <laughs> amazing takeaways. There will be amazing takeaways from that because, I mean, um, you use your life story and your life story to inspire, motivate. And like you said, people can find portions of themselves, you know, in those story and elements of themselves that the you know, situations that they can relate to. Um, and I can't yeah. wait to read it because I think it is going to be such an amazing gift, um, gift of happiness, if I, if I may, you know, I may say. But you know what, Laura, mm-hmm. um, how about we take another, let's take another musical break, last musical break, um, and then we'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Now, this is Don't. This is Don't by Scott Croker. And Scott was a guest on the show um, sometime in July. And, yes, he was on, He was also part of our first anniversary, anniversary special. And, yes, he did perform an Unplugged Life on the show. So this is Don't by Scott Croker. We'll be back.
dose by, you know, Steph Krokoff. And every time I hear that song, you know, it just totally motivates me not to give up, not to give up on my dreams or my desires or even chasing my purpose. So uh, that was an amazing one by Scott. And Scott was an amazing guest. And, yes, he did send me um, a copy of his new album, Realizations to Declaration. Volume 2, Volume 2, yes, it's sent it all the way to Nigeria. That was totally, totally amazing, this God. So, guys, um, you know, if you're just tuning in, well, this is still The Naked Talk with Alex Okorji, and I've been having such an amazing, I'm telling you, it's amazing, all the way in capital letters, amazing conversation with my very special guest, Maura Sweeney, and she's been sharing so much, you know, so much uh, wisdom, um, about happiness and how she's been able to achieve happiness for herself and how people can do the same for themselves. Yeah, don't forget, if you, I see a lot of you dialed into the show. Now, if you, I know you guys are listening, but hey, you can be part of this conversation. I know that we're going to wrap this up very soon. Um, but, um, you know, it's, if you want to ask a question, don't forget to use your hand raising effect. Press 1. If you don't press 1, then I think you're just listening. So make sure to press 1, and we'll definitely connect you you know, to the show before we wrap up. So, hi, Mara. Hi. Welcome back. Thanks, Alex. I've been, you know, it's funny. This time is going very quickly. I love that. You're yes. a very good interviewer. <laughs> or conversationalist, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yeah, well, it's com- yeah, well, it's a conversation. But, yes, it's great. You know, it's, people don't realize how fast it goes because usually when I say an hour plus, it's like, an, like, what are we going to be saying for an hour? <laughs> like, really? But you, they never realize how fast it goes, you know. So um, I was going to wrap this up soon because I know that you have to get back to other things and, you know, it's almost getting late as well. Here, but, you know, just before we end the conversation for tonight, um, you know, let me just ask you a few more questions. Uh, uh, what what do you think, I mean, or what would you say is the biggest misconception that people have about finding happiness? Maybe some people can be happy and other people can't. <laughs> you know, people mm-hmm. might say, oh, well, good for them, but not for me. Mm. And that's a major misconception. We choose our happiness. Happiness, yeah, it could happen upon us if somebody brings us a new gift or, you know, we wake up and it's a happy mm-hmm. day or whatever. But the biggest thing mm-hmm. about it is that we are responsible for choosing our own happiness. And most people are not aware of that. Amazing, totally amazing. It's amazing, and you're right there. You know, like you said, like some people may say, "Oh, you know, I was never born. You know, I wasn't born to be happy. Happiness is not for me. It's just for you. You know, your situation is different from mine. You're in a better place." I mean, they have excuses for why they cannot be happy and why the other person there is happy, right? But the grass isn't really green on the other side. We just really choose you know, how we, we create our own reality and we really just choose how we want to see life, right? So um, uh, I think, you, you know, you can... Yeah. You took yeah, the you words right out of my mouth. Alex, you took the words right out of my mouth. You said we create our own reality. And do you know how true that is? That's why my motto is living happy inside out. We choose happiness. Mm. We think happy. We then... As we're, we start looking for it, and then we find it. That's why you could find two people, and I'm sure anybody could realize this, 
two people could grow up in the same home or live in the mm-hmm. same environment and almost look identical. Mm-hmm. They could go through the mm-hmm. same experiences, but one person sees mm-hmm. everything from the victim standpoint, and another person looks at it and they find the sunshine. And we mm-hmm. have to choose our happiness. But as we do, we make it our um, our routine thought. That is our reality. You know, we end up becoming beneficiaries. Things work out well for us. It doesn't mean that the road, you know, doesn't have its waves along or that the sea doesn't exactly. have any waves. But everything mm-hmm. works out for good somehow. Sometimes it's like, wow, I really had a tough time, but I'm so glad I went through it because I'm stronger now and I'm more capable mm-hmm. and I'm more, you know, aware. There are so many benefits mm-hmm. we get out of life when we choose to be happy on the inside. Mm, amazing. But so let me ask you, and then for those for a lot of people who are dissatisfied with their lives, who cannot sort of find the happiness or find the joy and, you know, find joy, sorry, in, you know, their situation or whatever they're going through, and who want to take that first step to learning how to be happy, um, what questions do you think that people need to ask themselves first um, in order oh. for them to you know, leave happy inside out. You know what? Thanks for asking me this question. This leads right into my course. I'm going to tell you the five modules I have because I had to figure 50 years of my own life trying to get happy or working on this path. (laughs) What what are those elements, right? That's why I said I put hundreds of hours into this. But here's the first one. You ready? What is the backdrop of your thought life? Do you know most people aren't aware of it? And I invite people to go there. Like, what do you really think about if you were to look at the background, like think about the, the curtain behind your life. Did you know for many mm. years I had a curtain that was like all about death? So that left me in fear. It left me doing things in a small circle. A lot of people have mm-hmm. different backdrops. Some of them are maybe are afraid of loss. And I invite people mm-hmm. to start looking at things like the backdrops of their minds to remember their thoughts create reality. Then to go through and ask themselves, is there somebody that I'm holding a grudge against? Because I'm telling you, a lot of times if you're not happy, it's because you are angry at somebody or something. And until you're ready to give it up, you're the only one that's going to (laughs) suffer. You're not going to be happy until you say, guess what? It's too much for me to carry this. I'm going to let it go. And then think about this too, Alex. Do you know there are a lot of people, let's say they had a a difficult time in life or they made some Mm -hmm. wrong decisions, and then they start Mm -hmm. trashing themselves mentally. Everybody Mm -hmm. gets a chance in life to change that narrative, to say, you know what, Mm -hmm. I did some things maybe I didn't like, but how am I going to rebuild my life? How am I going to reconstitute it, reconstruct Mm -hmm. it? How am I going to be grateful? And Mm -hmm. then... Yeah, because a lot of things, people don't think about gratefulness, and that totally changes our mindset and our outlook and even the energy that we operate in. And um, lastly, after we do that, we end up walking into our destiny, and our destiny really is happiness, and it's being all that we were meant to be because we're sort of self-actualized. Now we're free to live in a brighter day because we got rid of a lot of the mental trash, a lot of the things Mm -hmm. we put ourselves down for, we forgave ourselves, we forgave others, and we dealt with maybe that secret curtain that was behind our every thought. So, um, you know what I would say? I um, 
I have a free book online. I just finished it in January. And if they go to my website, moreforyou.com, there's a little link. It'll say Laura's free book. And there are 24 or 25 special um, quotes by famous people. And for each quote that I took, I write about what it means to live by that quote. How do you live happy from the inside out? So if anybody wants a starting point, Go to my website, get the free book on favorite happiness quotes. They'll enjoy it. Wow. Wow. I'm definitely going to check it out and, you know, make sure that I can share that on the blog when I do um, the podcast update. And there was something you said, you know, just listening to you share those, you know, the five mantras and all of that. Um, number two, I think, you know, I mean, all of them did resonate with me. But there was something about, you know, um, garage, keep it a garage. Right, and how that can oh, sort of hold you back from yeah. being happy because, you know, um, I remember being in a situation after my divorce. You know, I got separated and I got divorced. I lived back here to Nigeria. And all through that process, and that probably is a very difficult, um, you know, circumstance where a lot of people, when they go through a separation mm-hmm. or divorce. And I just had, you know, having, you know, going through all of that and trying to raise my child by myself and you know, trying to avoid the media because I was looking at the media backlash and, you know, coming from a very tradition. I mean, Nigeria is still being, you know, even though it's very, we're very um, exposed, it's still a very traditional, you know, there are people, Africans mm-hmm. still expect that you would, whatever it is you need to do, just make it work, you know. And I remember feeling so much anger, you know, for, you know, my ex, and for the media, and for, you know, and I just shut down. Like, I couldn't even work for, you know, just, I couldn't get on set and film or do anything, and I just was depressed because I, you know, I'd gone from being this starlet to, you know, getting married and having a child and not, you know, recognizing myself anymore. My buddy had changed. I had the baby. I didn't know what to do with it. I wanted to get back home to work, but I couldn't get back, you know, it was just all of those things holding me down, and I was so angry, but I realized when I started writing, you know, writing for me became some sort of therapy, and I started, you know, just blogging about my thoughts and my my feelings, you know, I started expressing all of that. I started, you know, shedding all of the grudge and the bitterness, you know, and I realized that I no longer, when I stopped feeling angry, you know, I'm not angry at anyone. When I started feeling very, I realized that, you know, when people were responding to my thoughts and my feelings and, and I started losing all of the anger, I started feeling so much happier. Like it didn't matter anymore whether, you know, he was involved in raising the child or not or what, whatever was happening or what the media said or what, what, what people weren't saying. I just started living my authentic self, and I realized that the moment you stop feeling bitterness towards someone else, you know, you start to replace that feeling with happiness for yourself and joy. So you did say something there that totally resonated with me, and that made quite a lot of sense. And I hope that the listeners can go to your website and, you know, just pick that free book and, you know, just, or, you know, you can take the cost because I think it's part of the cost, right? It's part of the new cost coming up. No, there's, right? a, there's a free, I have, I have so much stuff. It's a free book. I have, a, I don't know, 100 or so uh, free blogs. Mm-hmm. I have free podcasts. Mm-hmm. I have 200 free videos, and then I have books wow. to sell for 99 cents. And then mm-hmm. if they want to get the course, the course is $97. But let me tell you what, this course probably has 20 videos on it. it has, it's over 100 pages. It will take them 
a few weeks probably to go through. It's And it could take them months if they wanted to. But it's for people that really, you know, they say to themselves, okay, I know I have an issue here. Or even if they don't have an issue, but they want to get from where they are to get forward. The way I look at it is if I could take 50 years of my own life experience on that path mm-hmm. and put it into a course and someone else can learn some of these things in a short amount of time, it makes them happier, but it makes, when people are happier, Alex, it makes everybody else around them happier, too. You're literally lightening the world because you're getting rid of your own mental darkness, your own fears, and as your light shines brighter, it shines brighter so other people can see the bright light of their own life, too. So, it's you know, every, just go visit me at the website, get to write to me. I'm thrilled to hear from anyone, seriously. I love what I do, and... You know, if I could say one more thing, did you know when I was a little girl, I wanted to see the whole world. I wanted to travel on airplanes. I wanted to visit people everywhere, people that look different, dress different, talk different. And I was always at home, and I had a mother who really didn't want to leave the house. So here I felt like very tied in. And when I think today that I could be on the phone with you, you're in Nigeria. First of all, growing up, we didn't have that. You know, there was no such thing as talking on the phone to Nigeria, right? And knowing exactly. people can listen in live. And we can have a conversation that affects the way people view themselves. They can be empowered. They can be encouraged. I can't even tell you how thrilled this makes me. So I do. I thank you for having me on. And I just hope whoever's listening today that wants any kind of encouragement, go visit me, get my free book, start with listening to videos and watching or watching videos and listening to podcasts, you will eventually find your happiness because it's been there all along, <laughs> waiting to be rediscovered. Yes. And I need to confess that I've been to your website. I listened to about three podcasts already. I was just, you know, it was just nice to listen to those shut clips of, you know, really wise words, you know, helping you get through, um, you know, you know, find the happiness. And it's it's amazing. So, yes, I'm going to say to you guys, all of you talk about, make sure to go to www moraforyou.com. Did I get that right? Yes. That is yes. correct. And you know why I'm called Mora for You? My husband gave me that. He said, Mora, I've never seen a person that is for everybody. He said, you don't care who it is. You are equal and you are for everybody. So he's called me Mora for You. <laughs> Whoever you are. <laughs> amazing. Amazing. Very, very amazing. Maura, it's been such a great conversation and an honor to have the Ambassador of Happiness live here on the Naked Talk. Um, it's been so enlightening. It's been fun. It's been engaging. And I'm so totally, totally, totally pleased that you were here on the show. And I'm, and I'm very sure that a lot of people will be blessed. You'll definitely be blessed by a lot of the things that you shared with me here live on the show. But just before we wrap it up, you know, just one last, do you have any final words for, you know, how people can, you know, pave their own part to happen? It's just a final word, you know, to inspire the listeners. Oh, okay. I will remind everyone that happiness is an inside job. You have a mm. happy you that's already there that you've been denying because of your fears, because of things you've been told, because of things you told yourself. And you can undo that process and rediscover your happy self. And it's really a happy day. If you want to imagine happiness, it's the day is sunshiny all the time. 
And you can get there one day at a time, one decision at a time, and never imagine that whatever you're going through is going to set you back. Think of everything you're currently going through as a catalyst to move you forward as you change your mind about where you are. So I hope that helps. And, um, yeah, I hope it helps because it's the truth. (laughs) Thank you so much, Mara. Thank you so much for sharing all of these amazing, amazing thoughts with, you know, the listeners here on The Naked Talk. It's It's been a pleasure having you on the show. And I can't wait for you to come back on the show, you know, maybe when the cross is out or who knows, you know. I can't wait to have you back on the show some other time. Oh, well, thank you so much. Alex, this was really a very special treat for me, too, so thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, guys, um, you know, it's been such an amazing conversation with my very special guest, Mara Sweeney, live all the way from Florida, USA. And, oh, God, it's been totally enlightening. If you know anyone who missed this show live, make sure to share. I mean, yes, well, we get we get lots of great archival listens, but make sure, make sure to share. Tell someone you know is depressed, unhappy, or dissatisfied with their life right now. Um, it's never too late to turn back. You know, it's never really too late to you know ch- you know change the wheels and you know turn you you steer the wheels to your destiny. It's never too late to go after what you want and be happy. And um, yes, Mara shared quite a bit of stuff here on the show, and it'll be great. It'll be really amazing to have everybody come back and listen to this show whenever you want to. So, guys, um, it's been an amazing Friday radio special on the Naked Talk, and I. Looking forward to next week on the show. Oh, God, I got a great, amazing guest on Talk Wednesday and a Friday radio special. I can't, I'm not even sure if I want to say too much about this, but you have to keep you have to keep it locked down for the show because this season we have great, great influencers from around the world who are doing so many amazing things um, to inspire you. Now, don't forget, I'm going to be live on the Brian and Sherry show in just about a few hours. Let's see. Yeah, in just about a few hours. So it'll be, you know, great. Make sure you tune in. Get on blogtalkradio.com slash Brian and Sherry show. And I'm going to be live at 9 p.m. EST, which is, uh, yes, 2 a.m. GMT, um, if you're using the GMT time zone, or 3 a.m. WAT, if you're using the West African time zone. And I can't wait to chat with their amazing hosts, Brian and Sherry. Until we come back same time again on the Naked Talk with Alex Akurji. Of course, my name is Alex. And, uh, yeah, I love you. I really love you. I absolutely love you. (laughs) For listening, ciao. It's unscripted.
You're listening to The Naked Talk with Alex Okorochi.